1: Welcome to the Horror Hangout, podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My
0: name is Luke Condor with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co-host. <coughs> it's Mr. Ben Harrington with an E. Somebody Anabey. called me Anna Somebody called me Ben Harrington earlier. That sounds nice. Uh, that sounds, nice. sounds upmarket. Upmarket, yeah, Ben. So, <laughs> someone called me Ben Harrington, and before I had the chance to like correct them, yeah, they went on, they went on saying it was a story. They went on saying, um. Yeah, Harrington, that's the character from Stranger Things, isn't it? Yeah, Sorry, talking, talking for ages and ages and ages before I could finally say, <laughs> but, that's but not my name's man. not Harrington, <laughs> my name's Harrington. And they were like, what? As if, you like, let me go on for that <laughs> You long. let me go on like that. They did say that. They said, you let me go on like that. I said, well, it's pretty difficult to stop you when you're going on like that because you're always flapping your gums. Who is this, by the way? Is it a mirror? Just <laughs> a colleague. It was yeah. a bloody mirror again, wasn't it? I just went oh, like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Twat. and then I got into a fight with it. Yeah, awkward,
1: awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah. we were just talking about once upon a time in Hollywood. Just before we start recording, before we get the mic going, because mate, it's uh, it's one of the best like film experiences I've had in ages. It was just so refreshing. I absolutely, absolutely loved it.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. Like, I mean, I've always been pretty much solidly in the Tarantino fan club where like every film he brings out I'm always a huge fan of. But this, I had a better experience with this than I have with any of his films, possibly since, possibly since Kill Bill volume one, because I always enjoy his films. But this kind of took it to a next level for me where I was like, I've got to watch that again. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to be quoting this.
1: I found it. This would be super I think it hit at the right time time 'cause kinda of, you know, a bit fatigued with some big franchise stuff and this is kind of very mellow and very sweet throughout the film. It's got it's, uh, it's got
0: like it's got an amazing script, like the soundtrack's great. Uh quote. It, it's like it's just like perfect. It makes me feel like I wanna Yeah. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there, you know, like in Hollywood in the late sixties, experiencing all of this. And I, I like the way Quentin Tarantino like takes real world events, puts his characters into them, yeah, and kind of just sees what happens. Well, I know obviously he writes what happens, but but it just feels <laughs> like he kind of just sees what happens. And yeah. I know we we've both agreed that like the final twenty twenty five minutes is is like cinematic gold. I was like well, grinning the
1: whole the whole. Way through. So so the, the the ride of the the film seems to be the first hour. You kind of settling into the world, which I was a bit like. I don't know if I'm quite yeah. understand what's going on here, but it takes you kind of settling. You start to reload the characters. Rick Dalton, as uh, what's his name, is, is is his own little personal journey there. Um, yeah. And then Cliff Booth has like a really weird, funny aside story, which some people have got some problems with, but that's fine. Um. But then, uh, like, and but... then it gets super tense. About an hour in, there's a bit where yeah. he goes to the the mansion.
0: Uh. The Manson from, family, like uh, lodge, is it lodge now? Sort of like it's on, it's on a lot. Yeah. It's on like an old western lot. From, from that point um, on,
1: I just found it, I just found it intense, like insanely tense. I just almost couldn't handle how tense it was.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, like, no spoilers, obviously, but it's kind of painted. I think from trailers and from the rating of the film and from when the film starts, you expect there to be possibly blood and guts and gore and yeah, and you know, it's 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 minimal. Really, but well, when you get uh,
1: it, when you get it, there's like a fun, a fine window of it, and when it hits, it's glorious. Yeah. There's a guy behind me, like
0: uh, applauding, like clapping and like laughing along. <laughs> like really, it. <laughs> it was, it was just, yeah. it was extremely satisfying. And I think Brad Pitt playing like an everyman, like yeah. have we ever really seen him do that? He always does like the cool leading man, or like he was a bit of like an underdog, and you know, yeah. a bit down and out. And to see him play like an everyman like that, I think just gave that character even more than what we already had, which was, yeah. he was a genuinely like awesome dude, but there's also a great dog character as well. Yeah. So
1: there's a lot of times where it feels, it's quite a long film, I think it's like two and a half hours maybe or something, um, mm. but there's quite a lot of downtime with the characters. There's one bit where Brad Pitt's on the roof fixing an aerial, there's another bit mm. where he's feeding his dog, there's... Um, lots of little like side bits, and I quite enjoyed just every single bit of yeah.
0: them. I just lots of really quiet character moments, which I think helped build like the the characters around it. I think Margot Robbie. Don't I don't think we get much. I mean, she gets a few sort of moments to shine, think... but we don't get that much <laughs> yeah. from her, do we?
1: I don't think um... she's really a, a a a proper character in the sense that the that two mains are. I think she's kind of like yeah because we we know sort of the future of that real person I think it's kind of just setting up that stage mm. and expectations there to and it gives us a bit of a human character when she goes to watch her own film at the cinema uh, a bit of a human moment yeah, yeah. it's uh, just a just a fantastic film
0: so yeah good. and I think like obviously not many film filmmakers would really get given that amount of time to tell that sort of story I guess so I guess we're lucky to have you know someone like Tarantino who can that with this sort of film and the cast and yeah everything so it was awesome yeah i mean I, even going into it like i knew i wanted to see it and i knew that i was you know i knew I've, i personally thought it was going to be great but i don't think i quite thought it was going to be i was going to enjoy it as much as i did yeah you know mean, i've been t-
1: yeah i've
0: been telling so many people about it like no one seems to have seen it like so many people, I'm saying, have you yeah. seen it? Have you seen it? Not a lot of people have seen it. So,
1: well, it, uh, when you look at his previous films, Hey for like Kill Bill, Django and Chains, there's kind of a catchy, there's a genre catchiness to them where it's like, ooh, violent and there's going to be <laughs> gun fighting and stuff. But this isn't this like the way I think this film would pair very nicely with Nice Guys. It's sort of set in, it's yeah. two guys set yeah. in that sort of yeah, LA, LA world. And they're just, their relationship is just really sweet. What do you say? Yeah. Um, Stronger relationship than a brother, but less than a wife or something like that. And it kind yeah, of just yeah. fits their relationship really well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I like loved, it. I loved all the little,
0: all the little nuances like uh, film posters and, you yeah. know, TV, TV commercials and just all the, all the little bits and bobs we got. Yeah. It was great. So yeah, if you, even, even if you're not a fan of Tarantino, I think. Yeah. Cause it's got the Tarantino flavor, but it's not as like out and out definitive Tarantino that you would expect. It's kind yeah. of like,
1: Soft, it's like a uh, warmer, I guess.
0: I think he might be getting better as a filmmaker, you know, because I think yeah. it's because the fact that a film like this can have next to no Tarantinoisms yeah. in it and still be as great as it is, I think that just shows his his ability with the. Crowd. I mean, obviously, he's always been great, but yeah. the fact that this isn't like, as you okay. said, it hasn't got a specific, a specific sort of gimmick to it. You know, it's not a yeah a wild. It's not a western, a violent western. It's not a like uh, kung a, fu film, essentially, or something like that, thing or something. Exactly, yeah, it's nothing like yeah. that. It's kind of just. If you try to explain the plot, I mean, it's not so much about plot. It's more about setting and the characters rather than the storyline. Because yeah, I guess there isn't much of a storyline. I mean, there is, but there's not like
1: yeah. I think both characters sort of get these little arcs, and then there's the. The rising tension in what we know, what happened in the real world around it, and they just sort mm-hmm. of find themselves. We we love these characters, and we find them trapped in this horror, this real world horror. But it's it's a beautiful ending. <laughs> like it's it's
0: um yeah, it's magical. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I was grinning throughout throughout <laughs> the whole thing. So like, you know, when you're kind of like looking around, just like looking at everybody's reaction. Yeah, just taking that all in as well. I think that's great. That's a, I mean, that's a great that's a great reason to see this film in the cinema. And I think it's a great reason to see any film in the cinema is when you kind of experience it with a load of, a load of punters sometimes some right twats, but most of the time it's
1: all right. So there's people, uh, not not happy about the Bruce Lee thing. I'm a big Bruce Lee fan, but I am aware that this isn't really Bruce Lee. It's just a caricature of him. It's not. I,
0: I felt like that. I felt like it was a caricature of him, but I also felt like maybe, it was kind of Cliff Booth thinking about it.
1: Yeah. And even though eyes, he was, yeah. even
0: though he was recalling something that happened, if I like it, cause it was through his yeah. eyes. It felt like maybe he was making more of it than it was in his, in his head. Yeah. And yes. so, you know, the fact that the fact that people are kicking off about it saying Bruce Lee wasn't like that. It's like, yeah, we know well, he's, it's a fiction. No, no one's going to be convinced of that. What it no. was actually like. Yeah. It's a fictional film. It's got comedic elements in it. And, and it's taking place in a, a sequence of somebody thinking about it. Yeah. So put yeah. all those things into mixer and you, surely you can't get pissed off or offended by it. No. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's,
1: it's definitely, great. Definitely go watch it. Uh I might even go again. I bought I'll put one of those unlimited cards now so I can sort oh, of lovely. go. go you, you got one, right?
0: No. No no. I just um I just go to uh view because it's quite cheap. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Like five. Um yeah. So there we go. That's kinda like that's I guess that's most of the stuff in the guff. Yeah, I don't know. so I think
1: oh I watched um A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Have you seen that one? Oh uh, yeah. You yeah.
0: About it? I haven't actually seen it, but I saw you um talk about it on Twitter.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I think it's um it's quite low budget. Uh I think it's about it's what so it's um I haven't I don't know. it's uh Iranian an Iranian black and white vampire film filmed in America yeah. somewhere. Or I I don't know the full details and I'm just I'm gonna offend someone. <laughs> but it's uh it's it's a quirky You're offending me, mate. <laughs> um, it's about it's one of those ones where uh it's a very small story. It's about a guy who's um got some problems with a local drug dealer and then introduces into this mix this woman slash vampire with a skateboard. Uh, and then he and she kinda of like each other but it's a weird relationship drama thing. It's very, quite slow. Um, the music is great. The tone is great. But I kind of feel like it didn't really go anywhere that unique. Like, it, you pretty much know exactly what you're getting out of it when you go into it. Like, this, this doesn't really take you to sort of any amazing, interesting places, but it's good. It's I think it shows a lot of promise for that sort of filmmaker. <laughs> Anna Lily Armipore, I think her name is. Um, but it's definitely worth it. I think. Her aesthetic design, her aesthetic choices are very, very good. I just wish there was more to the story.
0: Yeah, other than that, other than that, no. Nothing, nada. Um, The only other things I watched this week were I rounded off the Blade trilogy. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. Um, Blade 2, I think, is the best of the trilogy. Obviously, it does feel very del Toro. It almost feels like a warm-up for Hellboy films in the fact that it's got ron perlman in it it's got luke goss as the villain obviously he turns up in the golden army as the villain um and yeah it just feels very del toro there's a lot of the same similar sort of visuals gothic yeah visuals um yeah it's it's 2002 and it feels very 90s still um but not quite as 90s as blade trinity which i think i've seen once before but it is a it's it's a shit show it's just an absolute shit show it's for so many reasons. Number one, like, so apparently obviously we talked about the Wesley Snipes taking himself seriously on set, only referred to as Blade, wouldn't open his eyes, so his eyes had to be CGI'd onto his head. I couldn't get out of my head when I was watching it. I was just like, um, and the, the film, like, it takes itself incredibly seriously. Um, there's Dracula, like, yeah. ooh, back from the dead, and they call him Drake. <laughs> it's got some really, it's got some really weird roles in it, like Triple H, the WWE wrestler, isn't it? Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Natasha Lyonne, so from uh, Russian Doll, oh yeah, isn't it, as like a blind woman. And there's a, d- d- one of the most ridiculous moments I think in film ever that I always roll my eyes so, f- so like literally roll my eyes like that all the way back into my head, is when somebody watches a video and it goes, "If you're watching this, I'm already dead." Now oh, is that Whistler? No, no, yeah. it's Natasha Leone's character. So uh, she's like okay. a blind woman and she yeah. sort of develops some sort of, some sort of like a uh, cure for something. Patton Oswalt is in it as well.
1: That's great, because I kind of feel like Patton Oswalt, I only sort of took notice of him in the
0: past five years and he just seems to be everywhere already. Yeah, yeah it is it basically. And Also, wait, one thing I haven't even mentioned is that Ryan Reynolds is in this as a guy called... Hurricane. Hannibal something Hannibal Hannibal it King, is yeah. like Hannibal Kane. Hannibal Kane is yeah, that right I think so basically it Hannibal King sorry yeah Hannibal so basically King. this is like a this is like <laughs> this is like a dry run for Deadpool in the worst possible way yeah. everything that comes out of his mouth is like a dick joke or some sort of like joke yeah. but none of it's funny like all of it falls flat yeah. he comes he's supposed to be like one of the heroes but he comes across as such a douchebag that I just think, just like, oh, for God's sake, just kill him. Oh, yeah. Just kill him. <laughs> but that sounds, just like, kill him. that sounds
1: like Deadpool as well. Like, he's supposed to be annoying. I remember, because yeah. I, was, oh, yeah, but I was, not... was a Deadpool reader, and I remember going to the cinema to watch this, and I remember thinking, Ryan Reynolds was playing Deadpool. This is... yeah. And I remember thinking, Ryan Reynolds oh. would be an amazing Deadpool, and then, what, 10, 15 years later, he finally played Deadpool, and it just made sense.
0: It's but. like his his whole career up to up to Deadpool has been an yeah. audition for Deadpool. Even to the point where he was an X Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. and he's playing Deadpool, but not really. So he's just auditioning to play the real Deadpool. Um, Isn't that cool that we actually finally got a Deadpool film, though? I mean, oh yeah, I'm not taking. I mean, I like the Deadpool films, and he and I think Ryan Reynolds is the perfect Deadpool. But in this film, played Trinity, he is just. I, I've not seen it for so long time. He is so, just yeah. like ah. Oh. I was trying to think of something else. Also, so what you say, spoilers you didn't like for it, right? Blade Trinity. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. Spoilers for Blade Trinity is that Whistler does die at some point. I can't even remember when. <laughs> I was watching it and then I was like, they're talking about Whistler being dead. And I was like,
1: when the Did die, die off camera, die off screen.
0: I, I, honestly, I can't remember. And I didn't yeah, I didn't want to rewind to find out, but he dies yeah. somehow. How does he come back in Blade 2? There we go. In Blade 2, he comes back because they basically say he didn't shoot himself in Blade 1. He, t- he fully turned into a vampire. But then the vampires, like, kidnapped him and were, like, torturing him and keeping him alive, obviously, because of, all, of he- all he's done against vampire kind. Blade's been tracking him sort of, like, across the world. And he finds him and, and turns him back. Also, that's another thing. In this universe, it seems really easy to turn people back so you're a vampire, but it's like, ah, oh, we've got a thing that just turns them back to human.
1: If that's the, if that's the case, then killing a vampire is surely just as bad as killing a sick human being, a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. There we go. Because apparently someone... Hannibal King used
0: yeah. to be. Oh right, yeah. Hannibal King used to be a vampire, and they go, "Oh, he's not a vampire anymore." And I just, uh... anyway. So that was that. Okay, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I, I've got a couple of bits of news. Let's just okay. let's just smash okay. through, smash through this. So, um. So we've got a trailer for a new underwater thriller slash horror with Kristen Stewart with an M&M haircut uh haircut called Underwater. I think you saw 10 seconds of the trailer. Is that right? I watched 10 seconds, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah. I don't need to say any more. It was the first – Do you how know do mo- you feel about like this in modern trailers, when it shows you, like, a really quick cut of, like, things from the trailer before the trailer? It's like a trailer for the so trailer. it goes, like, underwater, trailer. A trailer for the trailer, but immediately yeah. before the trailer. So you watch the trailer for the trailer, and yeah. then you watch the actual trailer. Yeah. I mean, it's to literally to, yeah. to grab people's attention before so this looks kind of cool i won't spoil much of what's in the the uh trailer but it kind of looks people are saying it's like aliens meets the abyss uh some sort of possibly some sort of creature some sort of threat uh people get stuck in a underwater facility like seven miles down um and i think yeah underwater stuff is pretty terrifying right I've always been a bit <clears throat> very claustrophobic. Yeah. It's, it's basically it's basically a space film, but not in space, right? Underwater Someone said stuff. it
1: was like Alien alien Underwater, and I was like, oh, like The Abyss. And he
0: went, no, it's like The Abyss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went, anyway, oh. oh, it's like The Abyss Underwater. The the Abyss is yeah. is underwater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's all oh, brand new, isn't it? It looked a bit, it gave me yes. some, uh, there's
1: a game, Soma. It gave me some Soma vibes. And like, oh, Yeah, I've still not actually that. played that, even, Mate, though uh, even though you
0: recommended it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's okay. Neil Blomkamp has officially said goodbye to RoboCop. He's not making the RoboCop sequel or remake or what is it? Is it supposed to be a sequel?
1: Yeah, RoboCop Returns. It's meant to be a sequel to the original. They do, you know, the Halloween thing. That's the trend right now to make a sequel to the original. Um, So
0: apparently he is shooting a new horror thriller uh, as MGM can't wait slash need to shoot RoboCop now. So they're obviously going. We need to I shoot need RoboCop now. Robocop. I need, I need my now. RoboCop. Yeah. So he's, you know, to have a big name director like him directing RoboCop might have made people more interested. Because I yeah. think if you just said to me a new RoboCop film, I'd probably be like, eh. And if you go a Neil Blomkamp RoboCop film, I'd probably say,
1: ah, huh. yeah. So who's the guy who did um, Blade Runner? Whatever it's called, Twenty Forty Nine. Is that right?
0: Oh, the guy who's doing Dune. I think uh,
1: I would like Dennis to see Villeneuve,
0: Villeneuve, is that how you say his name? Villeneuve,
1: yeah. I would like to see his version
0: of... it. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Villeneuve, Villeneuve. Yeah. Villeneuve. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Uh, and then one more thing following on from our discussion of The Hunt being cancelled. Uh, so Jason Blum and... Uh, is that how you say his name? Blum? Blum? Jason Blum? Blum, and me, yeah. And Craig Zobel, who's the director, they've mm. responded to the cancellation. They've said their ambition was to poke at both sides. Both political sides I guess um, and they've said we've stand by our filmmakers and we'll continue to distribute films in partnership with bold and visionary creators like those associated with a satirical social thriller but we understand now is not the right time to release this film
1: it's very political so, yeah
0: so nice. apparently bloom has said said they he's learned a lot of lessons I was offered the choice to make the movie again I would say I would say yes He definitely made market mistakes and we made plenty of mistakes along the way so but I guess it's one of these films where like the fat That is controversial, is surely going to drive more footfall towards it, right? Doesn't that Uh, that kind of perhaps not? I guess I don't want to put
1: the bear. I mean, you don't want to get cancelled, like proper cancelled.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But uh, still, there we go,
1: and that's that, Luke. Okay, so today we're talking about a film that I was never that really. Interest. I mean, I think I saw it when I was um, quite young. I think it, I thought was, it was quite good, but I don't remember. It's not really got the same. Um, it's not like a big cool... you know. I don't hear people talking about Jeepers Creepers, really at all. I think it was very popular when it was released,
0: um, and for a few years afterwards, I remember as well. Even like by the time the sequel came out, I think people were still very much invested in the whole Jeepers Creepers thing. But yeah, after that, it kind of did just fizzle out. And I know there was a third one released a couple of years ago, but I mean, I had absolutely no interest in, in in watching that. And I mean, this is a a thing obviously that it's it's strange that it's not in, I mean, it might be, it it might just be me being ignorant. I don't know how you feel, but it's strange Hmm. that obviously there's controversy surrounding the director isn't more prevalent because (laughs) it was something where I was like, Oh, I kind of, I thought that this director directed the third film, and that was yeah. why it was getting boycotted so i thought oh yeah I probably won't watch that then but he directed the first and the second
1: He's done all three i think hasn't he yeah it's as weird. well yeah it's, so, it's weird that they would even think that he in this in today's climate he could get away with putting a film out and it not being boycotted because so it's very strange
0: it's very they, strange even back in like 2001 you know i mean yeah. years after he'd so i mean he went to prison for um sex abuse of like a 12 year old um, yeah, it's like in, in a one, of, late, one of those
1: films. Late nineties, late, uh, late late eighties. Sorry, yeah, late eighties.
0: So I don't know how you feel about it. Very strange that somebody can come out of prison, um, you know, in yeah. whatever way he's rehabilitated or not, and still have a mainstream Hollywood career, even in two thousand and one. That seems very strange. That seems really strange.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Cause, uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe people just weren't talking about directors back then in the, in the creators back then like they work like that they do now i mean well, you got all oh, you got i mean
0: <laughs> i'm sure we haven't mentioned it before on this podcast forgive being if i wrong but someone like gary glitter it was which this happened what in the early 2000s when <laughs> yeah, he when okay. it came out that he was nonsense <laughs> well i don't well whatever he was doing yeah. i mean that was it that was it finished completely finished like yeah. done no, nobody wants that's it your whole career, your whole legacy, all your music, nobody wants anything to do with that ever, ever, ever. But yeah. with this, it's almost like, oh, is he directing a film? like—is is the studio just gone? He's cheap. Has the studio gone? He's all right, but, you know, it's weird. It's
1: weird. It's Maybe, I don't know if he's, like, self-financing a lot of it or something, or, yeah, it's weird. I mean, how do you feel about watching it now, knowing that he's so, not just, like... um allegedly like he's convicted like he served time for this
0: it's strange because this one and the second film like as i said i was always quite into and enjoyed and stuff and i didn't know anything about it you know 15 year old me was was lapping this up I was, I was like what about the director has he received any <laughs> any untoward yeah. charges that i need to know about i know it. so i still i can still appreciate the films for what they are i guess but it does feel slightly strange yeah. The, I think, like, if I knew that and I was watching a film I'd never seen before, perhaps I would feel yeah. a bit more strange by that. The fact is, two films that I've seen, you know, nearly 20 years ago, and, and now I'm looking back on them, I, I I can only really put myself back into how I felt when I originally saw those films and then judge them on this thing. Obviously, there's, sometimes there's still a bit of a, a few lines or something a bit weird where you're a bit like, oh, he's a pedo, isn't he? <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? But your back to that, but... Yeah I mean uh, so
1: I, I think you've got to sort of bear in mind it um uh, it depends how much you subscribe to auteur Fairy but um you know, there's hundreds hundreds of people work on this film on these films yeah. not just not just the director so I guess yeah. I can kind of um reconcile with myself from watching this by thinking what about all those people who put hundreds of hours into this thing um if, like they did, they've got nothing they've nice. nothing wrong well, I don't think
0: so. Yeah. So I guess on this to say, we're judging this film as we would judge any other film. Yeah. I mean it's the Obviously.
1: same I mean it's not the first I mean I guess he's convicted, so it's different. I was gonna say Roman Polanski, but I don't think Roman
0: was actually ever properly well, convicted. There were a lot of allegations, weren't there, with Roman Polanski and yeah. um didn't he didn't he like leave the country to like avoid some of them as well? Yeah. Some of the allegations. Innocent I mean, so... people always
1: do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, um okay. Well, I mean, I don't think we're gonna get get around it. I mean, the director is is a piece of shit. But um, let's let's judge the work. Try and keep it sort of separate from keep the art separate from the artist. I guess in this instance,
0: we'll try, we'll try our best to do that. Um, by the way, yeah. what have
1: you got any info on the film?
0: I don't think we talked about it. Yeah. So uh wait there. The Jeepers Creepers is a 2001 American German horror film written and directed by Victor Salvert uh the film takes its name from the 1938 song Jeepish Creepers, which is featured in the film. Francis Ford Coppola um Coppola? Coppola? Coppola Field. Executive <laughs> produced Coppola feel Steady now. <laughs> we gotta be good. We gotta be careful with <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, no, we haven't. Um a brother and sister driving home through isolated countryside for spring bait, spring break, spring encounter bake. a fleshy <laughs> eating creature, which in the midst of its ritualistic eating spree. That's a spoiler. That's on IMDB. And that is a spoiler. If you watch this film and you've never seen it before, you know that's a spoiler, Luke.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's weird. So uh, I mean, Rotten to Tomatoes critic score is forty six percent. User score is forty eight percent. So pretty, everyone sort of agrees that it's very, very okay. Uh, six point two out of ten dB. Anthony Doyle on the Facebook group says this was one of the first horror films I was interested in based on a trailer. Seems so must have watched it when I was um, a bit younger. Uh, it wasn't great, but it's okay. I remember thinking that I didn't think it was as clever as maybe it thought it was. I think he's right. I think they thought, let's make a villain creature thing that is everything. He's a stalker, he's a slasher, he's a demon, he's got wings, <laughs> he's a vampire, I he's think
0: got everything. It strikes me as, uh, uh, you know, they definitely wanted this to be the next big horror franchise, because... Yeah, you've got someone who can essentially be that stalker slash serial killer guy, when you want to when you want to dial it up to the next level, you know, it's great. I saw I saw this film three times at the cinema. <laughs> um, so it was uh, so I guess I was yeah maybe like fourteen fifteen, I think it was rated fifteen because I remember not I don't remember sneaking in, but every sort of Friday, me and like a group of friends would sort of go to the cinema, and after we watched this. We like thought it was like the scariest thing we'd ever seen. It was terrifying, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we went to see it like the next two weeks on that same Friday night. Wow, I mean, um, um, it's remember... scary
1: for younger. I remember being a... the the tunnel thing, the tube thing. I remember that being quite quite scary when I, was a bit, when I was a kid.
0: I I think, and I stand by this. I think it's got a really really good first act. Yeah, I think it's got a lot a lot going on in the first act, and I don't think it quite reaches those levels for like the rest of the film, but I think there's a lot. Maybe, again, maybe it's because I'm quite nostalgic with it because I remember, obviously I saw it a few times at the cinema. I, I had it on DVD, so I used to watch it occasionally. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's... <laughs> You're obsessed and I think... with this. It's going
1: to come out that this is your favourite film. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's going to come out. <laughs> man Harris' favourite film It's Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Did you know that a bloody Peter directed this film? And I'll go what? <laughs> Taking my posters off my wall and and art books and throwing them away. Is there a director's commentary? Is there a director's commentary to listen to? Do you want to listen to that? Uh, uh, So yeah, obviously, it's, it's been quite a few years since I've seen it and I think watching it again, it did make me think, I do like this film. I do like the ideas it puts across, but as I said, I think the first act is great, but it kind of just, fizzles out and I think yeah. everything that made this film kind of interesting they really sort of overdid it with the next film, the second one they kind of just went, what if yeah. it was the same film but instead of being like two people it was like loads of people yeah. being stalked by it and that was very much it
1: I think the thing this film's got going for it is the sort of the American folk tale vibe, the whole I could tell they were trying to go for what's the story, every 23rd spring for 23 days they're trying to get that sort of urban legend thing going on with it. And it, it does work for it. I think the bits where it sort of falls down for me is the logic of the characters a lot of the time. Yeah. And also well, the weird sort of kung fu moves type stuff. I don't want to see <laughs> uh, a character like doing a jet Li car run over the top of the car. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to see oh, yeah. Jason Voorhees doing like it.
0: Yeah, 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 I know what you mean obviously Justin Long is one of the main actors. He's great in this photo. Justin Long I is fantastic. He is really good. Like he you genuinely feel everything that he's going through where yeah. he's just like completely like, what the fuck is going on? Like whereas yeah. his sister, you're a bit more like so I mean it's, it's a brother and sister, Trish and Dari. they Darry. got the
1: same eyes as well. They got the same like top of the head is, is almost identical.
0: I think it's a classic where it's like these are like supposed to be college age kids. Yeah. But then uh, well, Gina Phillips was thirty one when this film was made. Yeah. And I could kind of tell. I was a bit like college age. College.
1: Just, just God in Long was uh I think almost reaching puberty by the time he recorded this. But he uh just in Long because <laughs> this is the sort of transition period, after this he starts to look more like I think but it was like dodgeball, I think maybe, and then this or something. If that was yeah. about right. Um but there's that transition period here we he becomes the just in line we know today. Although I don't think he's in as much as he used to be. It's a bit of a shame. Um Jonathan Breck plays the Creeper who um the creeper is uh he's the Jeeper, he's the creeper from Jeepers Creeper's actually uh Patricia Belcher <laughs> Jeepers Jeeper Creeper man. <laughs> Patricia Belcher yep. don't recognise her from anything she plays a magic black lady called Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She plays With one of those. Um,
0: she has visions and dreams. and She's seen everything before. You know, yeah. all of those bits and bobs. Bit of a um, bit of a trope
1: there, but it's it sort leans into the tropes.
0: But then again, there are a lot. Of, there are a lot of tropes that, are, as you said, are heavily leaned on in yeah. this. Like a lot. A cat lady. Um, do you know what I mean? Just like. Um, just loads of stuff, mate. Um, you have listed one thing, but loads of stuff. Uh, like the like the like the locals who are a bit like a bit dumb. What oh, yeah. what are these guys' problems? You know what I mean? Come on, yeah. get on with it. Um, police who are like you can't you can't really rely on them. how many, and how many police are in that they in that station?
1: There's like so it's a it's like Poho County Police or something. Yeah, there's about thirty of them in that station. Like I think uh Nottingham Police Station will only have about
0: Ten. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you've been yeah. there, you've been banged up a few times, have not you, mate? Oh, I could see it in your eyes. But I mean they've got like fighting um, on a night, I
1: hope. They've got machine guns. I guess maybe that's how it is. I don't
0: think I don't think it would be, but um yeah. okay. it goes a bit apeshit towards the end, you know, and yeah. uh it is pro- it has got a really sort of downbeat ending. We kinda
1: of, the ending kinda of feels
0: it, a little bit sudden. Yeah, also, it almost feels like they It feels like just before what could potentially be the, the final.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The final, like...
0: this final showdown. It just ends, and I guess maybe that was what they were going for, like a shocking. Yeah,
1: it felt like it was missing a couple of scenes in the end there. But, yeah, but you know, I like that. I like uh, bleak endings. Myself.
0: This, this for me, like feels like one of. I mean, one of the definitive for me just because I saw it at such at a certain age the so definitive times. like <laughs> deeps well it's not deep south is it like midwest florida i think i uh, read the uh, florida midwest. okay yeah. so it, it it feels as like a hot, like a road movie but also a yeah. horror like for me when someone says that like you know it, i do always kind of think back to this so it does feel like yeah. the definitive sort of film and even like watching other films like classics that obviously i would have seen after I'd seen Jeepers Creepers, things like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff like that. I could see where Jeepers Creepers has kind of borrowed yeah. from that, you know, yeah, for, for this. And I think it gets it right sometimes. But well, like yeah, I said, I think the does... first
1: act is pretty good.
0: Um, so I think the first before <laughs> we know what the twist is or what the what the creeper really is, I think yeah. this film really does excel. And I think maybe it should have maintained the mystery a little bit longer um perhaps I don't think even it like it
1: should have been a demon i don't think it should yeah. have i mean i don't know maybe 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 that maybe wouldn't have been as successful as it was if it if it wasn't if it was a straight serial killer thing i don't know if it's,
0: yeah yeah i think i think it does well to, to sort of stand on its own two feet away from serial killer films by yeah, having by, this yeah. sort of fist. but okay. also obviously there's quite not, not only is it like a creature but there it's got quite a def, definitive Hairstyle. sort of hairstyle and like a goal do you know what I mean it likes taking things that on somebody's body that it likes the smell of or something that it thinks are going to be better and it eats things but then it like recreates so it eats someone's eyes he, he gets those eyes he eats so the, their tongue he the gets
1: way, that, that's the it. way Giselle explains it so if he needs to see he'll eat eyes so he can see if he needs to breathe he'll eat lungs so he can breathe and I was like what if he needs to go to for a piss he needs to eat some dick <laughs> 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 and that's the first what? thing you thought of, is it? That is why you're so sick and twisted. What if he needs the toilet and he's like, "I haven't got an ass." I just haven't got any.
0: Ar- I haven't got any ass cheeks. He's a big. <laughs> yeah. That, well, see, I was like, "Oh, yeah. it's creepy." He's eating eyes and eating lungs, and you were going, "What if he wants to eat someone's <laughs> ass?" <laughs> you exactly know, you should answer. do that <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you should grow
1: up. Yeah. yeah. We, I'll we tell know, you what stuff when you were fifteen. In the cinema?
0: I've, uh I don't remember. Probably. i uh, probably <laughs> I can't remember who was there. If there was a young lady there, I would be like you uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll tell you the true villain of this film is though. The gear stick.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fucking gear stick, man. I was, I was sick of it. I was sick of the sound of it, sick of the sight of it. I
1: hate it when you grind, gear you grind into a gear like that. And you get stuck yeah, in it. reverse. I was like, Yeah, I've a I've a that sounds like a clutch issue. I've a clutch yeah. issue, isn't yeah. Trish and Dairy. Dairy? Is that right? Yeah,
0: apparently Derry. Dairy. But, but his name's Dairy, but I think they say it like Derry. Right, okay. Oh yeah. my god, Dairy, don't go down that hole.
1: Not like dairy and non-dairy, like ice cream. Like okay. Dairy and
0: non-dairy. Dairy? <laughs> so, I
1: got it. so um Trish and Dairy are driving home from college uh for spring break. Uh, we get some interaction. They're quite. They kind of
0: love each other. Kind of play games. They um. Uh, each other about having dirty laundry. Yep. Because he's uh, like, he's like, I'm taking my laundry back to mum because you know otherwise she'll get upset because she thinks she don't have to look after me anymore. So she yeah. wants dirty laundry. Yeah.
1: Uh, so we just get a sort of nice little introduction to them uh, as they're driving. They a sort of uh, a crazy guy in a truck flies up behind them. Starts trying to get around him just in long. Looks that there's that kind of expression where he looks like he's melting a lot.
0: (laughs) Go around me!
1: Yeah, his his kind of face is always kind of moist as if he's not set yet.
0: I would be fuming in that situation. Like, I don't care how scary the truck is. I'd be fuming in that situation. I'd be like, you fucking thick? Are you blind? Yeah. Get away. That truck is, yeah, so is a powerful little beast. This truck has been like... is has been like... A is he, is this guy
1: up. Soup, souped up
0: his... he souped it up somehow. So even though he's like a, a, a supernatural creature... He only comes um, out he, every 23 years. He goes to his local days. mechanic and he says, I've got this bloody truck. Can you make it to worry it fast? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and they've got like... They were playing a game before where they were like trying to make words out of the number plates yeah so um <laughs> and obviously the number plate on this big scary truck that almost you know drives them off the road is beating you
1: why is it beating it, it, you why would he have
0: that oh wait it gets confirmed later what did you watch all the right film? yeah but i, but I thought he said being you beating so this be, no, says beating you so is it i always thought beating you because the truck is so fast yeah if you're behind it, it's beating you. It's yeah. like, see you later. But it's not beating you. We find that out later. Um, that seems like it. Okay. fun <clears throat> um, So yeah, the vehicle like passes them and obviously they're all like, oh, thank God for that. But later on, as they're driving past like an abandoned church, yeah. they see, I, like, I always find this bit pretty creepy because they see like this guy with these, what looks like bodies. There's a tall guy in a long coat and a hat he looks like the Undertaker, yeah. Um, and he's chucking like blood-stained bodies, yeah, wrapped in sheets down this big chute or a big tube coming out of the ground. And of course, as soon as they're driving past, he notices them, and he immediately gets in his truck and goes after them again. I always thought that was pretty scary. The fact that you know they see it and then he sees them is always a bit like whoa. Yeah. Um. So yeah, again, he the man too, in... he runs them off the road, right? He uh. He basically runs him off the road, yeah. So he gets right behind him. He's smashing into him this time. Smashing into him. <laughs> so he's clearly a psychopath. Yeah. And even Trish, at one point, screams something like,
1: You're fucking crazy!
0: Yeah. So calm down, love. Does, At this point, does he
1: not want to eat them? Like, why doesn't he just jump out? We we know he's, like, a superhero.
0: Well, sort of powers. You can I don't sort of... think so. At the moment, I don't think he knows he wants to eat them because he hasn't got close enough to realize that right. they've got some bits he wants to eat. Yeah. So at this point, he's kind of just he was. Te- first of all, I think he generally wanted them to get, to get out of the way because he's he's obviously a bit nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not. He's not all there. He's a couple of sandwiches sort of a picnic. Um, And this time, obviously, I guess he's trying to scare them away. The fact that he, they've seen that. Yeah. Um, And then first bad decision of the film first of many yeah. is the fact that they want to go back to the church to investigate this tube um, I
1: can kind of understand that but it's when he starts
0: climbing inside that I'm like yeah so he climbs inside, tube the tube, inside the tube <laughs> inside the pipe Trish is just like come on let's get out of here and then there's an annoying bit where he's like hold me by the feet as if like being dangled an extra three feet into the tube is gonna suddenly it's gonna yeah. light up and you're gonna see everything that's down there so he thinks he can hear something, and then some rats sort of start. <laughs> That's a good impression. And he shits himself, yeah. He shits himself, sl- that lubricated
1: slide. He slides down. There's a weird shot where you sort of see Justin Long, in slow motion, fall onto his back. And It looks like he's
0: actually, like, landing. Yeah. There. I don't know how to do That's that. That's a good, I like that shot. That's a good yeah. shot. So he's like, there's like the light of the, obviously, the tube, and he's sort of falling. in. Yeah onto his back, oh, yeah, um, so he ends up in the base- basically a basement of pure agony and pain, yeah, um finds a guy down there who's wrapped in the sheet and he's he got grabs him and then he reveals he's been stitched up on the way down there.
1: why would he why would... that's another yeah. logic
0: thing I was like, maybe the creeper do... is taking something, he stitched him up because he wants to keep him alive until he can take something else he wants,
1: maybe. It doesn't sound like the creeper, oh, but also, this is- <laughs> <laughs> this- I know the creeper really well, all right. Me and the creeper, we're like that, and
0: that doesn't sound like somebody would do.
1: But this is another logic thing so he says to his sister, Go wait by the road, and then yep. if you see him, tell me and then run away. But if you see a car, yeah, flag the car down. And I'm like, she's-, she's just hovering around by that road, and she's not even looking at the road. Most of the time. No. And I just he's feel like... And at one point by the car time, drives past. Yay! But by the time, like, the car is on the road, like, in on the horizon, he's seen them already. Like, he knows that yeah. they're
0: there. And it'd running be, down and telling him, he's coming back, you're going to be like, well, what the fuck am I going to do down here? Yeah. I'm dead, then, am I?
1: I mean, it'd be better if she just drove off, like, hid around a corner somewhere or something. And then if he did come back, Justin Long could at least... He wouldn't know Justin Long's there. Um, so Justin Long in my basement. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Justin <laughs> Long, I'm a bloody massive fan. But, okay, I loved so... you. In, well, you wouldn't have been in anything at this point. <laughs> I loved yeah. you in some films. You're gonna be in Dodgeball. Dodgeball.
1: When, yeah. So, uh, but so he's looking around the basement. He sees. So what's the what's the story behind the creeper? Every twenty-three year, every twenty-third spring, is that what it
0: is? So, so like every twenty-third spring, he awakes for twenty-three okay. days to feast on human body parts which then forms some parts of his own. Okay. So yeah, there are, the, there are the bodies on the wall and on the ceiling, just like loads of bodies. And obviously they've been, um, what word am I thinking of? They've petrified, been I think he says petrified, like petrified wood. Cause he feels yeah. it because they're, they're telling like a sort of scary story earlier about this girl who went missing. Um, is that right? They said, like two girl who people went missing.
1: from prom or something. went. yeah, two people from began. prom went
0: missing and he sees them, even though it's supposed to be like 23 years ago. He sees so I mean, them yeah, the he wasn't, wasn't stitched then. together on the wall. Yeah. Um, and he recognised, I think, I he doesn't recognise them, but I think he just knows it's them for the ring or something. One of them's got a ring. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognise uh, that ring. It's I recognise like, it. Anyway.
1: There's like bodies all over the ceilings and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's it's heavy going.
0: Again, again, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I, as I said, at that age, yeah. when I watched that at the cinema, I'd never seen anything like that before. And I was a bit like, oh, oh. Yeah. Are you scared? No. <coughs> uh, no. So then,
1: oh, I guess he comes no. back. So the no, Creeper
0: there you comes go away. back. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, no, no, creeper doesn't come back. Basically, what happens is someone comes back and Trish like panics, but then it's just it ends up being nobody, doesn't it? Yeah. And and then he he manages to get out, and he does a classic. I'm um, to get her attention. I'm just going to come up to the window, and go burr.
1: Yeah, he looks yeah. pretty shell-shocked as well. Bless him. Um so then he's like button if he tells her what he saw yet, or he doesn't I don't know if he gives too much detail, but he's like, let's go.
0: Yeah, he's pretty. he's pretty shook up at this point. Um so they go to a uh-huh. diner where they're gonna contact the police, but for some reason they you know, when they walk into the police, they go get the get the get get the police on the phone. And instead of like explaining, you know, there's been a murder. We found a dead body or anything like that. They're going kind to of like, just get the police on the phone. And the locals are a bit like, what are these out of town idiots doing yeah. here mucking about with a bloody creeper? And obviously the phone rings and Justin answers. And there's a woman playing the song Jeepers Creepers over the, that's right. Isn't it? Yeah. She's like, She's and she seems song. to know things. Yeah. yeah. She seems to know things that have happened and how she would know nobody knows but um so yeah basically warns them they're in danger
1: so does that song play because jeeper's creeper i mean the creeper is around or is that like uh is that a thing she's dreamt that when he
0: yeah so basically she's dreamt that that song's playing while something bad happens to them so i think that's the first instance of that song being connected to the creeper um as such so yeah. she's obviously dreamt that something bad happens to them. Also, something bad happens when there's cats around. So she's obviously had some sort of vision where she sees these guys in peril and she's seen that yeah. something bad's going to happen to them while these things happen. She's just trying to warn them. To which Derry, I'm going to call him Derry because that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, he gets really angry with her on the phone. Oh, fuck you, lady! There's a funny bit where he forgets the phone's on a on a cord. <laughs> do, you, do you remember this? <laughs> no. He forgets the phone's on a cord. So he kind of goes. She says something like, "You're wearing a yellow shirt, and it's torn just above the belly button, or something." And he like forgets the phones on a cord and goes to like walk around the corner <laughs> and goes, <laughs> <laughs> That bit always made me laugh because I thought you idiot, Justin Long. Uh, yeah. So basically, the police arrive. They explain what happened, but obviously, the police are a bit why disbelieving. Is
1: the police so disbelieving. There, like, it seems weird to me well, because
0: they're young kids. <laughs>
1: You know, but if even, telling... even if like if I saw a guy was all caught up and he was like, There's a basement full of bodies, I'd be yeah, like, you'd... Well, we should probably take it quite a little bit seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just, I know. just like looking at him like side eyeing him constantly. Classic idiot.
0: Nah, nah. nah. Yeah. So basically they say about the police are gonna take them back to the to the church, church to basically church. see what happens. But as they're the travelling, the police yeah. the the police learn. I'm not sure if someone comes in through the radio, but yeah. that the church has basically caught fire. Yeah. And that the evidence is being destroyed by that sneaky creeper, um, and sneaky then creeper. we we see the we, then we see the creeper in action for the first time. So while they're arguing, the, the uh, Trish and Derry, there's quite a good. I quite like this shot. I thought this shot was always quite genuinely creepy and a bit well, iconic. I well, thought when you, iconic. When you see for the
1: through the back window, the car.
0: You see through the back back window, and the creeper is yeah. basically standing up on yeah. the cop car. And obviously, it chops off one of the guy's heads and then goes for the other one, right? It just whips her out um, the window. <laughs> whips her out yeah, the window. Yeah, like a chud. Yeah. And then, <laughs> wait a minute. then what happens? Well,
1: so um, that uh, so they're driving and then she's like, "Oh, you fancy that policeman?" And then she goes, "No, I don't." And then his head oh, yeah. lands on the bonnet. Of the <laughs> car. Head lands on the bonnet. That's it. And then they control. see
0: they stop and then they see the creeper pick up yeah. the severed head and like suck the tongue. Or grab the tongue and like bite the tongue and basically make out with a severed head. You he got whistles and stuff. I don't know. He's like, <laughs> he's like
1: whistling the song to Jeepers Creepers. It's a bizarre character, <laughs> character trait, really. That he's obsessed yeah. with that song, Jeepers Creepers, given that what he ends up he's doing.
0: He's heard it before. He's heard it and he's gone, That's me.
1: That's my theme tune. That is, that's, yeah.
0: that's my theme tune. I write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. That's my theme tune.
1: It's weird that he manages to calculate exactly when that. Maybe put the request in on the radio. Can you play Jeepers Creepers in about ten minutes, please? Can you play it Jeepers, times.
0: Creepers and make up doing a murder in about ten minutes.
1: It times or it just it's it's a strange. It seems very peculiar to me for that to be a such a major part yeah. of the story. Um, um So. They uh run about, but, no, they don't over they, they they run away in, in a car. Yeah, so
0: they they drive up they drive away, but they run away in a car. Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> you get their legs <laughs> out of the bottom. Um but yeah, the creeper puts all the bodies in his van. You know, obviously he loves collecting bodies, especially now since yeah. he's burnt his church down, he's start his collection again. Um so then Trish and Derry stop at house to basically call the police. Like that's gonna do any, any good, isn't it? What should we do now that our police ex sort have been killed? Just call the police again. Yeah. As if they've got never-ending supply of copper to send out to them to give him a police extra. And the woman complies, but obviously then she's... There are cats everywhere, and that's when Trish is like, that woman said there's going to be cats, and that's going to be a bad juju if there's cats.
1: She's kind of creeping to uh, the old woman, um, and she's got like an explosive rounds in a shotgun. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's She got, like, like, yeah. shoots at the,
1: um, shoots oh! at the, the, the creeper, and it's, uh, it's like a massive explosion. I don't know if she dies because uh, we don't actually see her die. I'd She's like to see her stuff. come back in the sequel as sort of a vengeance film.
0: So apparently Trish isn't in the sequel, but she is in the third film. Like, has got like a bit part, I think. Have you I seen don't think. The third you, one? To be oh, fair, wow,
1: okay, yeah,
0: I've not seen the third one. Now, to be fair, I think Gina Phillips didn't really have much of a career afterwards. She's no, I, load, I look I
1: looked through of, a, like TV and stuff. I think. Uh, obviously, Justin Long was in <coughs> that Kevin Smith film when he turns into a walrus. Yeah, that played the career highlight for him,
0: <laughs> which is a great film.
1: I th- actually I don't know what else he... he's been in lots of rom coms. I think at one point, yeah, rom coms. Kind of obviously, dodgy.
0: Um, yeah, he's a Justin man. Long.
1: He's a stand-up comedian, right? Is that what he, he does? Or...
0: Possibly. So, it looks like he's got a podcast called Life Is Short. um he, oh, here we go. He went out with Drew Barrymore. There you go. There you go. Career. That's the highlight. Was <laughs> good. Career. Good career. Um, and he was also. Oh wait, he was in *Live Free or Die Hard* as well. Oh yeah, yeah. With Kevin Smith. Um. So yeah, he's like the um hacker dude, right?
1: Is Kevin Smith in that?
0: Kevin Smith has got a part in that. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that. Repress that <laughs> one. <laughs> um. Yeah he's been it may, may, mainly just like sort of mid-level sort of American comedy films and stuff. Yeah. With some voices. Oh, well. Yeah.
1: He's good. Uh, I've, I've got time for just long. I can, I can.
0: He's a great like bloke, him. isn't he? Yeah.
1: And I, I, I know him personally. Yeah. He's fantastic. <laughs> he says, uh, he says hello. But anyway, so uh, they, the cat lady, she shoots her explosive shotgun rounds at the jeeper, at the creeper. Yeah, so um, the Jeeper
0: creeper is uh pretending to be a scarecrow yeah. initially, isn't he? Um and they're like we're not falling for that, because that's obviously the creeper. Um They not even hide it very so... well, he's just there like smiling. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, but then the the driver, the creeper, kills her, like goes into her house and like and brings her out onto the porch like and so She's like
1: she's starts... like holding him like uh by the scruff of her neck, like a cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's, it's the
0: first time we see lady. the creepers. <laughs> it's the first time we see the creepers' face because it steps into the light. I do quite see like his...
1: one thing I do like about this film is that it uh, it does kind of reveal a little bit more. Of the... Every time we see the creeper, we reveal a little bit more. So this time we we, we see that he's got. Last time we saw, it, he's got like weird hair. This time we see that he's got a weird face. <laughs>
0: Look at the his there. He looks like it got Jimmy Savile there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: that's at least four pedophiles we've mentioned on this on this podcast so far. <laughs> um... I mean, mainly me. Sorry, it's like you know when you're like, don't mention this, don't mention this, and then you yeah. just can't help but mention it. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. So, how would you describe his face?
1: Uh, yeah, kind of like um, oh, what's that Uh, fruit? Avocado. It's like an avocado skin. <laughs> It's like an avocado <laughs> with a mouth and big yeah.
0: eyes. he's got like some weird folds and sharp teeth and scary yeah. eyes. You know, I mean, he's pretty. Lizard-y looks pretty good. Of, yeah, looks pretty good at this point. But obviously, as yeah. more as more is revealed, I think he looks better. Yeah. So yeah, they basically try escaping the car, with the bloody gear sticks, having a having a mare again.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they run over the creeper. First of all, it like does a backflip over the car. Second off, it yeah, like runs I over I can't, the car.
1: I can be handling that bit when he's running over the car, and he just keeps yeah. going backwards and forwards. And he just yeah, so they run him like... over.
0: They run him over backwards and forth. So they do hit him eventually, don't they? Yeah. But when when it's when its body is like on the floor and they're like, right, it's got to be dead, right? He's got to be dead, whatever he is. And then a big levery wing comes out. <laughs> so then already, like even though we've just seen its face, already there's a new, a element new to yeah. element to this creature, which is the fact it's got a big old leathery wing. Yeah. Um... So we we also see like they just, they basically
1: destroyed his arm and they destroyed his leg. He's got the like tire yeah. tracks on him. And it's not like really dusty. Everything about him is very dusty for some reason.
0: Yeah. And He's, he been, he's that.
1: been
0: he's been doing the uh he, he was sorting his church out before he was doing a bit of DIY. Yeah. Uh sanding down the walls. Yeah. Sanding <laughs> sanding down all the up well, everything. Just making his church look good now he's burning it down, he's fuming. Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: uh they they get, they run away in the car again, and they they make it to the police station this time.
0: Yeah, um, and now this is like it almost feels like a different film. This yeah. part, so it's like a siege part, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a siege where the creepers come into the police station after them, but then the woman's there. So Giselle, the uh, the woman who obviously had had has had the visions, and she's there to kind of like. It give them all fill in all the blanks. I mean, she's there for exposition, really, isn't she? To explain what the creeper is, that it feeds on human body parts, and it, every twenty third spring for twenty three days, um, and it seeks out victims through fear. I mean, it is Pennywise, right? And by smelling the fear from Trish and Derry, it finds something it's like it likes. But it doesn't it's know quite, what. Yeah, Pennywise.
1: Yeah, and one of them's called Derry,
0: like their town. Oh history. yeah, and it's twenty three years instead of twenty seven years. Mm. Feeding fear. It's a bloody ripoff, really, isn't it? Get your own <laughs> ideas. Get
1: your own ideas. Get your own back. Remember that T V show? <laughs> where the kids got their own Dave back Benson against the dance. Phillips. Yeah. Dave Benson Phillips, yeah. Um so um there's the whole thing here, the, the the Jeeper, the creeper, he sort of attacks some prisoners. He's like he has a thing where he could just sort of Put his mouth against something, and then he can like eat out the heart <laughs> or eat out the lung yeah. there's one where he eats the prison uh, a, a prison a policeman a policeman guards yeah. chest and he's got like a hole in his chest or something
0: yeah um, he's got a very suctiony mouth,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and where else is i'm he gonna, i'm gonna suction you so hard but he can eat he he does it so fast like unnaturally fast like uh I think he's upside down at one point, suctions this guy's lung out, and then um yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> His mouth's like a plunger,
1: <laughs> and then um, uh, the policemen are shooting the shit out of him, but just not doing anything. He's he's a super villain. He's not like a normal bad guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then eventually, obviously, he manages to he jumps through like some uh, single. What's that glass called? We can receive see one, one way, way glass. Yeah. Yeah, he jumps he through can't that can't and He manages for to get Trish. He, he went about to jump through the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He wouldn't know where he's going, where he's going to come out. Yeah. Whoa, where am I? Could be anywhere. Um, so he manages to corner <laughs> Trish and Derry, and there's a bit where obviously he's like sniffing them, tasting them, licking them. Oh, I want one of you, no. but I can't decide which. <laughs> yeah. Just take both. Yeah. Just take both, you twat. You can't decide, and then obviously Trish is like, don't take me instead. Take me. Some something, something stupid like that. That is the answer. Hey, he don't just, be a hero his whole face explodes <laughs> like, yeah so his, fa- his face is basically like the, the po- that poisonous dinosaur from uh, Jurassic Park. Park the one that yeah. gets Dennis Nedry the Dilophosaurus and the, it's, it's, it's quite got, good is
1: that what it is yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Where his face comes out all frilly like that it looks scary I think when the when the frilly face comes out, like there's some weird stuff going on with the mouth because his eyes got a human. bit milky. And his, uh,
1: the screams, like the, the horror scream. <laughs> <joke and stuff. laughs> it sounds like he's stubbed his toe really bad. But it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. um, it's it's he it looks less and less human throughout the process. But that's the moment yeah. it's like, oh, he's actually a full on demon thing. Yeah. Um, so his
0: wings good. come out, <laughs> and even though there's like a SWAT team, there ready to pop a cap in his ass, he manages to just fly yeah. off into the night. Um,
1: well, he's eating so many asses so he could pop caps into his ass all night long and he's got plenty <laughs> left.
0: <laughs> he's basically, he loves eating the, eating the booty. So he's just, he'll do it till the night. Another, here's, here's another good shot, which I think happens in this film. Happens now at the end, but it's happened more than once as well. Is where somebody looks up into the night sky, nothing in particular, and there's a really good shot of like panning away. Yeah. It's not a pan, is it? What am I thinking of? Lift. Lift. a little. Yeah, like coming away. Like, like the shot at the end of Grease crane uh, <laughs> lift. yeah well and i think that is good and it's a good sort of like it's not a final shot here but it's it's always used as a final shot
1: isn't it but not in this yeah. film it's like yeah. suggesting that there's something high up looking at them
0: so the creeper flies off I think the soundtrack's really good here as well like the the genuinely the really creepy sort of like wherever yeah. wherever it's it's kind of all the music's been really action-packed and swell into like Oh my God, what's gonna happen? And there's a really sort of somber oh yeah. you fucked it, you fucked it. the creeper's only gone and won, which is essentially what happens. The creeper wins. We so see it is, like I cre- feel like there should have been some more here, but there isn't it's just like that, that, I feel like there should have been she goes after the creeper, maybe with some police, maybe with Giselle no she's Giselle's dead no, no, no she
1: she's dies. she, she, she so the, her eyes and
0: uh... maybe maybe there was a final showdown, but it doesn't happen. We don't get it. Trish basically gets picked up by her parents. I don't know what she's gonna say. <laughs> Where the hell is? Where's Derry? Bloody um, creeper took him off, didn't he? Bloody yeah. twat. Trish is come non derry <laughs> <She's>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> So we see the creepers' new hideout. Jeepers creepers is playing his theme tune. Wrote the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. Yeah, yeah. It's like an abandoned factory <laughs> or something. Um, and the creepers removed Derry's eyes. Why is it? He's like hollow. He's gone all the way through the back of his skull. Is he taking Rather than, is, is he skinned him? is that he looks kind of a flat. Yeah, he if... looks a bit flat and a bit weird, like he's probably done his petrified thing, put him yeah. in he's pickled him, put him <laughs> in a pick, pickled egg jar. Yeah. Um Yeah, and basically the final shot is zooming right in on Justin Long's hole in his eyes, and then the creeper Winks. pops his head in with new eye <laughs> with, with Justin's eyes yeah. and goes, Can he wink? And that's it. Yeah. And then I, does it end with like a two a early two thousands new metal song or did I imagine that? I don't think I remember. I don't know. I don't think it does. I think I was I think I was thinking of something else. Yeah. But it'd um,
1: be surprised it wouldn't be surprised if it did. But I don't think this one does.
0: Yeah. The, the Creeper bloody wins. The creeper wins.
1: Yeah. Well, uh okay, so does
0: the sequel, does the sequel take place twenty three years later or does it just take place during the it takes same cycle? Four
1: days later. It takes place four that days real? later. Yeah.
0: I read it, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'd be hanging if I was a false creeper, I'd be knackered, I'd be like fighting on the police. Yeah, but you just sort of, uh, you eat
1: something and you're back to full health, I guess. Oh, um, oh, um, um. it's like a video, a video game, game thing, yeah. Okay, so, uh, some trivia for you, you yes, ready, please? What was I imagine you're because you're the expert on Jeepers Creepers, we've now established. <laughs> favorite movie, uh, this is your Citizen Kane. What was the <laughs> original title of the film? Was it A, Here Comes the Boogeyman, B, The Boogeyman, or C, Spring-Heeled Jack?
0: Oh. Oh. I quite like the sound of Spring-Heeled Jack, so yeah. even, though, even if I think it's wrong or not, I'm going to say that. Wrong, I'm afraid. It's uh. Here Comes, Here the, comes boogeyman. the Boogeyman. Yeah. Where did you get Spring-Heeled Jack from?
1: I think I read that they would kind of base the character off of Spring Hill Jack. That makes sense. That sounds
0: quite good, though. I like that. Uh,
1: Okay, number two. How old is Justin Long, the actor, in this movie? Is he A, 25? Is he B, 23? Or is he C, 10? Um, 20, 20
0: 23.
1: Correct. He is in fact ten years old, twenty-three years old. Uh, which number three? Which of these isn't a tagline used in the promotion for this movie? A. What's eating you? B. Things are going to get creepy. Or C. Evil is in the eyes of the beholder. Which one did they not use in the promotional? Things are going to get creepy. No, they used that one. Oh. Uh, it's uh, evil is in the eyes of the beholder.
0: Oh, so, so I forgot to say, that yeah. the beating you thing, we later find out, and I oh, think yeah, maybe Giselle yeah. says it or something, but that it means be, be eating e- you. Okay, so that's another thing. Be uh, eating you. I'll be why, eating you. This is a strange
1: killer guy who says, I'm going to get my own theme soon. I'm going to get a special <laughs>
0: license plate. <laughs> I'm gonna get a special coat. I'm gonna get a souped t- up soup t- <laughs> bloody thing. Nice I'll be acts. watching a lot of WWF and I reckon Undertaker's top bloke. And I'm gonna get his costume.
1: Actually, that sounds quite interesting if he's. I'd like to see that scene where he's thinking about his
0: act, his gimmick. Yeah, well, and he's I'm ringing just... up a company going, Hello, how much to get number plate with beer eating you on it? Sorry? How yeah. much to get number plate? Oh, wait a minute. It sounds like you've got lovely lips. I'll be around in a minute. He eats <laughs> the bloody lip <laughs>
1: Uh, number four. Um, finish the song lyrics, okay? Oh, jeepers. jeepers, creepers. Where'd you get those? Peepers, jeepers, creepers. Where'd you
0: get those eyes?
1: Oh gosh, oh get up. How'd they get so?
0: Wait, what? <laughs> the... Oh gosh, oh get up. Where'd you get so? No. Oh gosh, good oh eyes. get up.
1: How how'd they get so? Right. Lit up. Gosh or oh, ah. get up. How'd they get that shine size <laughs> ah! That's quite good though. You did quite well. Yeah. Uh that's it. I didn't have a question five. What a great, what a great theme tune Yeah. I I didn't recognise that bit when I read it. Oh gosh or oh, get up, how'd they get so lit up? But I had to listen to it and it is it is there. We just never get past that first mess.
0: Yeah. I think well I think you get the whole song at the end, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I need to rate the film. I think okay. I know what I'm going to go in for. I've, it's probably not going to be as high as your A plus that you're.
0: <laughs> Chime I was going me. to go for a plus, but based on the on the the history of the director, I think I have to drop it right down. Uh, yeah, okay. So obviously not taking that into account at all, based on the fact that you know I like this film growing up, mm. and I think it's got a really good first act, and I think the rest of the film does kind of fizzle out. But I think it. It's alright, it's fairly unique I think, yeah. in the way it de- deals with things and I think you can tell it's trying to set it up as a franchise It's well, a s-
1: serviceable horror
0: Yeah, but... so I think I'd be, I'd be willing to go as high willing. or as low <laughs> as a B- Oof That's Jesus pretty high, Christ Brody and yeah. slip there, Minus. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> Jesus Jeepers Creepers where you get
1: those? With, uh, uh, I don't have, I don't hold it in as quite as high regard as Ben. I, I'm going to C minus. I think it's, uh, you know what, talking about it has made me appreciate it a little bit more. Like the, the sort of the slow reveal of the increasing weirdness of the creature. But there's just things that I just think I just can't get on board with the fact that he called up a license plate company. He
0: went online. You've and got a, susp- a license plate. You, you've got a suspect. And going online in 2001 with dial-up, yeah. it's an absolute nightmare. Did he, did um, he get, have internet in that? I mean,
1: where did he get that license plate from? Jeepers creepers! To... Where did he get that license plate from? I reckon
0: he just—he's he's got that van, and he... it had that license plate. Maybe he just ate, a lovely ate someone with that van. Yeah, and then that—that's how he got the van. And he went. <laughs> that's What's how did everything. He ate in you, what a coincidence.
1: He, he ate someone who had a cracking broadband download speed. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, bloody hell. 65 <laughs> megabytes. I don't even know what is a good... <laughs> oh, 65 speed. quid. Ooh. 65 quid a month from Virgin Media. Other, <laughs> other I ate that guy's <laughs>
1: direct debit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What did you eat then? Oh, yeah, it's Criminal Record. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, full. I'm, I'm full. Up. <laughs> what did you eat then? I ate, his, uh, <laughs> I ate his dairy intolerance. I ate his wheat intolerance. <laughs> ah, I love wheat. Yeah, well,
1: he said his stuff like that. And the theme tune. I can understand that you that you, you can use a tune like that to sort of make the, makes the film catchy in someone's mind. They'll be like, jeepers, creepers, <laughs> horror film. But like, <laughs> I think it, it's logically... a really good horror film.
0: <laughs> jeepers, creepers. <laughs> you're not know, kids. <laughs> God, sorry. But i sorry. There's only one. I can't, I can't,
1: only one. The, like, the logic of it is so, so bizarre to me. Maybe but that's he, what makes it kind of special, I guess. I don't know. You have to suspend your disbelief a like, bit, not even like, a bit, like a lot. I think.
0: Yeah, it it feels very pulpy, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? This film, it does feel pulpy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So yeah. I do suspend my d- b- disbelief a bit, and I kind of, <coughs> yeah. It does alright for what it is. Um,
1: I think if yeah. you take it as a sort of a a child's gateway, a gateway horror film into uh, more adult horrors as you're growing up.
0: Yeah. Do you want to recommend this to the kids? I mean, it like it could, with a bit less gore, it could easily be like a goosebumps episode. Yeah, yeah. I think we've and used that, that,
1: that. I'd be happy with that.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. we use that to describe a few films that they feel like a goosebump goosebumps episode. That's
1: because
0: why oh, are you afraid of the dark? You know any of those? Yeah, like all that stuff—the young adults, <laughs> sort of horror stuff. Again, you dial yeah. down. It could have been gen- genuinely creepy if if you dial down the gore. Just a tad. So he just
1: can't do that ending in a in a Goosebumps episode. He ate the eyes, eyeballs out of the main character. The guy's guy
0: just led there. He's got <laughs> sunglasses on. Yeah. yeah. He's just asleep. Yeah, He'd he just have, ready.
1: like, he would, instead of having the whole eating aspect, he would just he would absorb him or something. You wouldn't see the death or the skin, but
0: you'd just see the eyes. No. Yeah, exactly. he just poke his eyes at like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so
1: uh, I'm going with C minus. You went with Benjamin plus. No,
0: not plus, mate. Come on, come
1: on. Oh, Benjamin minus. (laughs) Benjamin minus. Uh, That's like a great band name. Anyway, so this this, is have anything else? We next week we're doing sleepaway camp.
0: Yes, I think Andy's uh, coming
1: down to Bristol. So
0: yeah, so I think yeah, so me and Andy are going to go and watch a special screen in a sleepaway camp. (laughs) at the Bristol Improv Theatre, I think, on Thursday night. So we're going to do that for the next episode, and then there's a couple of cinema releases coming up that me and you are going to
1: yeah.
0: watch. for. So for, for the first time in a while, we've got a plan. We've got like three weeks in advance of episodes planned.
1: Whenever we had a plan before, we generally not stuck to it. Apart That's from true. Uh, I think people kind of get excited. Maybe they watch the film, so they go, oh, they're going to do that next week, so I'll watch that now. And then when we turn up the next week saying, yeah, we watch something else.
0: And that's the last <laughs> time they listen. <laughs> there you go. Fucking wasted yeah. life. Wasted my life.
1: Okay. But go watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's, um...
0: Yeah, definitely. Do it.
1: Right. So uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to Uh You can buy horror hangout t-shirts. I think they're like 15 quid. <laughs> yeah. We never promote them. We did it. We promoted them once, and then we assumed that everyone would, <laughs> yeah. would have. Yeah, I'll them. make
0: a habit of that. Promote it once. Uh, do you want? Yeah. A, do you want
1: it? Well, <laughs> if you want, if you want one, there, about fifteen quid, uh, and they say horror hangout on them. That's all you really need to know. Uh, but um, <clears throat> become a patron over patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Thanks to Kovacs Campbell for a few music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoy the show, please consider giving us a rating review 19s and remember to hit subscribe and on YouTube and on Facebook. Go to facebook.com Horror Hangout yep. Board of Advisors the little group there and um, I think that's all I've got. So, oh thanks for my car. It's been for me. Thank
0: you very much Luke. It's been a pleasure as always. Sure, right. Bye.